something and everything. My name is Ezra Hill, and my co-host Casey and I are going to be discussing a wide variety of topics from the perspective of two Midwestern middle-aged minds. We're not experts, just everyday ordinary people like you. We hope you might find our podcast inadvertently interesting and informative. Hopefully it'll amount to more than a hill of beans. Casey, guess what? What? Trump won the New Hampshire primary. He did not the last time he ran. He didn't? I don't think so. It might have been uh, Ted Cruz that won it back then. Uh, But yeah, so he won Iowa. He won New Hampshire. DeSantis dropped out. Uh, Nikki Haley's still in, but the more she talks, the more (laughs) more I'm just like, dude. Uh, which I did like her, um, but lately, I don't know, man. I just, I want a real leader to get up and not act like a freaking child, you know, because somebody says something about you. Oh, yeah. So what, just, what is she doing that is acting childish? I, Fill me in. I don't, I don't even have an example right now. I was just listening to her on the radio today and she's just, you know, like when DeSantis dropped out. So she just sad. has this weird tone, like we wish him well, you know, like like mm. that, like you know. And I'm just like, like you can't take her like serious. She doesn't really mean it, you know. And okay. I'm just like, you know, I, I'm just. I know politicians are fake, and you can't trust them, and this that. But it's just like, dude, at least act like it. <laughs> Ezra, <laughs> you know you're I mean? Ezra. You are a a city councilman. I am. I am. I'm, I don't think I'm you're fake. There. No, I I try to pride myself on not being fake and being real and and being a straight shooter. And it's hard to do because you get pulled in a lot of different directions. You know, people wanting this, people wanting that. They want to meet with you about this. They want to talk to you about that. They want you to do this. And it's very easy to get in a situation where you just start telling people what they want to hear. But then that usually comes back to bite you in the ass later. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, it looks like uh, Trump's going to be the guy. Yeah. So I guess we're going down this road again, mm-hmm. which I don't want to do. I'm not happy about it. not looking forward to it. Part of me doesn't even want to vote. Did you see last night Trump was speaking, you know, after, you know, confirmed that he won New Hampshire and he had Vivek come up and he's all on board with Trump. Well, yeah. And he did not have nice things to say about Nikki Haley. No. um, Some consider Nikki Haley establishment Republican. Some consider Trump the outsider. You know, Trump's like. Um, when I get in there, I'm going to drain the swamp. But he didn't do shit in, in regards to the swamp. And when I say the swamp, they mean the establishment, primarily Congress. Mm. I mean, he, you can't. He can't do anything about Congress. Yeah, I mean, how that's could up you? To us to drain. If we want to drain, here's the thing. Yeah, that's out of people, his hands. People talk about wanting to drain the swamp, okay? Mm-hmm. Which is basically Washington D.C. But 
where are the people that vote them in? Right. <laughs> if you want to drain the swamp, then it's up to us to drain it. Uh-huh. You can't send it. No, you can't elect a president to go in there and say drain the swamp because he can't. I mean, he uh-huh. they're separately elected officials. Right. So the, he has no power over Congress and he can't go in there and just start firing Congress, which sometimes I wish someone would do that. <laughs> but it's up to us. But for whatever reason, people keep voting the same damn people into office. So that's why you never really see much change. Mm-hmm. So he won New Hampshire. Um, and so everybody's out, right? It's him and Nikki. Yeah. Basically, Nikki, right? So far, Nikki is staying in. Uh, I'm not sure why. But, well, I think the next primary is in South Carolina, and that's where she was governor. That's mm. her home state. So I think she thinks she might be able to pull that off. Okay. I don't know what the polls are saying there, but I would imagine that they have Trump ahead. Every poll does. have has him way ahead of everyone else. Um, so it basically looks like it's going to be Trump. Going against Biden. Um, And like I said, (laughs) all you got to do is just really not do anything and you can beat Biden. Right. That's how bad he is. But, you know, we were talking about, um, and it was on our last update, that the more Trump runs his mouth, the more independence in those votes that he will lose. So yeah. he needs to sit tight and keep his mouth, he, you he, know. Yeah. It, what he, for him to start winning people back over, people like me, for example, I mean, I said this a little bit ago. I, I don't even know if I want to vote because I'm just, like I said, I, when Trump was in office, I liked his policies for the most part. He just constantly runs his mouth and ends up pissing people off. And then the, the media hates him so much. They manipulate everything he says to where it's just like a shit show. Yeah. It's a freaking circus. You know, they're all the Democrats are trying to do is impeach him the whole time he was in Washington, D.C. You know, and it's just it's like, dude, you know, anyways, isn't it incredible that the most you know, such a position with so much power can look like this. Um, like we're calling, you know, it a circus. Yeah, and it's, it's embarrassing. It, right. And ridiculous. When did it get, I mean, yeah. I mean, you sometimes you feel like you're reliving high school. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, <laughs> yeah, in some ways. And I think... I think social media has a lot to do with it because there's just so much misinformation out there and everyone, you have a large segment of people that believe everything they read or hear about on social media. And there's so much fake news. Uh, yeah. And how do yeah, there's, how do people even weed through that? It's tough. Basically, you got to try and find uh, sources that aren't part of the mainstream or if you if you do say you do watch cnn then you should probably flip over and watch fox news then too Mm -hmm. so you get both sides of the story Mm -hmm. you know but if you're sitting there watching cnn all the time then you're just gonna think uh republicans are racist actually uh cnn seems to be cnn's ratings are so bad that they seem to be trying to change because I've noticed 
them being a lot more. I've noticed them being more critical of President Biden Mm -hmm. than in the past. And they went through CNN went in and fired a bunch of people and they kind of did this revamp and they're like back now. And they seem to be more critical, which I hope they are not not. I'm not saying just be critical of Biden or Democrats. I mean, be critical of both sides, mm-hmm. you know, but be bring up the positive of both sides, too. Right. You know, like for a long time, MSNBC and CNN, where they were just pushing Every story was negative about Trump, negative about Trump. They completely ignored any good stuff he did. So if you were watching those news outlets, you were just like, oh, my God, he's the next Adolf Hitler. (laughs) The same with Fox News. The Fox News, Democrats are this, that, terrible. You know, and then so if you watch Fox News all the time, you're like, man, geez, uh, Democrats, man, they're going to they want to indoctrinate our children with this or that. You know, it's just you got to get out of that. You got to get out of that zone. And I think for the most part, people don't trust the media anymore. Um, you know, I always say in a lot with this podcast is do your own research. And what I mean by that is talk to other people. You know, what a lot of people do is they'll follow people on Facebook, you know, a certain individual. And they think everything that somebody on Facebook says is the gospel, you know, mm-hmm. but it's not, you know, why people tend to be sheep like that. I don't know, but you got to do your own research and talk to different people, get both sides of the story, and then you can understand what's going on, mm-hmm. you know? So, uh, it looks like it's going to be, you know, it bugs me. Total dumpster fire shit show circus. When Biden and Trump start going head to head. Right. Um, I want to circle back to something you said about, um, you know, don't believe everything you hear. The, the part of politics that I absolutely struggle with and, and it's during this, you know, election time and after a person gets in office, you hear people come back and say, well, they said this and they didn't do it. What bugs me, and I know it's never going to go away, but why is anybody shocked about that? Why why is anybody shocked that they didn't do what they were going to say during the? You mean they didn't do what they said they were going to do? That they did, yes. So, I mean, they probably did some of what they said, right? But at that time during the election, they're thinking about one thing and it's winning your vote. Yeah. Then once they get the vote and they get in, they're not worried about getting your vote. They're in. Right. And then it's, you know, it's a process and they, there's other people involved to make these decisions. And I just, there is such a level of lies and lying that goes on during a campaign that I don't think will ever go away. And so, yeah, you know, whoever you're voting for, I, I would say, just know they're not going to do 100 percent of what they said. No, we haven't seen it yet. Yeah. I mean, probably the majority of what they say they're going to do isn't going to happen. I mean, it it takes a lot to get things done. I mean, even at a local level here on the city council, you know, trying to get things done or passed, it's it's not easy. And when you campaign, you know, you, you know, I've always pretty much tried to stick 
to one, two, maybe three things that I primarily campaign on every time it, it's been my, my, I've been up for election um, and stick to them. And those are my core things. Mm-hmm. Um, because when you start getting off on, you know, 20 different things you're going to do, probably over half to 75% of that isn't ever going to happen because it's just too difficult. It, it's, it's interesting too, because whenever it's campaign time, what I notice is my phone and my email starts blowing up more with all of a sudden people I never hear from. And they're like, Oh, Hey, Hey, we could really use a stop sign down here. Mm-hmm. Or, Hey, can you help me do this? Or, you know, it's just like, mm-hmm. Oh, I see what's going on. Yeah. Cause <laughs> they want you to do it and they know that you need the vote. So now they're exactly. going to ask you right now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That happens a lot too. You know, like, Oh man, I, we, we want, our street wants no parking out here. <laughs> you know, it's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, um, you really, uh, it's difficult to get anything done in Washington, D.C. these days. And it it really bothers me. Um, and I'm probably, I probably pay attention to it more than what most people do. It, it, it's so, a lot of it's boring and a lot of it's just ridiculous. And, you know, it pisses people off. Therefore, they turn it off completely. Like, they don't even get involved. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want to know. They don't care. They just want to live their life and not be bothered which is great and that's a good thing about the United States because you can do that but <laughs> i think but the problem is if you don't pay attention then things can start happening and one day you might wake up and be like man what the fuck where the hell did my freedom go <laughs> you know what i mean and, and it's probably not going to happen in our lifetime but you have to think about our kids and grandkids and all that stuff is you know, slowly you, you get these people. The one of the biggest issues I have is a lot of these individuals, when they get into Congress and, and they become these big time politicians going to Washington, D.C., they go there and they get rich. Mm-hmm. And that's their primary reason. Uh, re, yeah, that becomes their primary function is how much money can I make so I can get rich, set my kids and grandkids up, and I can get out of here. You mm-hmm. know? And but and they don't care at what cost you know to us people out here you know living working nine to five trying to pay our bills and raising kids and you know they don't care they really don't care about us that much Mm -hmm. you know it's more about what who what ladder do they have to climb it's about their ego yeah their ego and their wallet ego power and money yeah you know is what a lot of it comes down to and it's crazy because I even see that here at the local level, you know, just where someone gets elected and all of a sudden all this power grows their head, you know, mm-hmm. they say, you know, they're, they're saying these crazy things. They're like, dude, what the hell are you talking about? You know, hell, you haven't you been in office a year yet? And you're, you know, and it's just like, I don't know. It's, it's weird and crazy. And, you know, I never thought I would see or hear, some of the things I have here at a local level, mm-hmm. but it, you know, it just, it, when it comes down to power and money, uh, it changes people. Yeah. It really does. Unfortunately. It's sad. You know, I really hope that our country starts to build from the inside out and, you know, I know we can put a leader up there. I, I think as people, we're not really thinking about, 
that our strength comes from the core, which is the people. And if we keep bumping heads and and fighting each other and judging each other and um, stereotyping each other, being, you know, if there's racism or anything like that, we are so then weak and we have not seen we we are we've become so weak because it is worse now than it's ever been. And I don't know how a leader fixes that. I don't know how. I just pray like if I wish and I pray to God that there was a way that all of our all of the people would come together and just accept each other and stop fighting each other. Yeah. It, well, a lot of it boils down to tolerance is you have to be willing to accept things sometimes that you don't want to accept. You have to be willing to agree to disagree. Yeah. But and also, respect each other. Right. But also you have to agree to disagree and get something done. Right. Um, because like the, the same thing, the, the constant battle with, you know, abortion and health care and taxes and, you know, uh, things like that. You know, it's it's I get exhausted by, it, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm just like. You know, why can't both sides respect each other? And then let's come up with a compromise and move on. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And, and the, the deep core part that I'm talking about is, you know, you used abortion as an example for whatever reason. And I know we've talked about politics are super emotional. For some reason, when people right now are not agreeing you know, and they're not agreeing to disagree. They're just not agreeing. And then there's hate behind it and they hate each other. Mm-hmm. And so these relationships are being severed and lost over a person's opinion. Yeah. I remember um, in a local election here recently, uh, I was looking at somebody. There was a, we had some Democrats that ran uh, in the general against us. Uh, I was unopposed, but there were some other council seats up uh, that were being challenged by Democrats. And I was looking at one of the Democrats' page, and it said she posted something. I say uh, she. I think it was one of the uh, females running for city council at large or something like I can't remember. But the individual uh, posted something on Facebook, and people were asking uh, about it. And then somebody said, what party are you? And they said Democrat, and then that that guy the guy that responded was like, "Oh well, that's all I need to know. You're my enemy." Right. And I'm like, "What the? I'm like, what the hell, man? Right. What? Why does that make someone your enemy just so, because they have different political views? I I don't understand yeah. that mindset. No, I don't understand that. At it's all. very upsetting, and it's almost like you know you're a child. Yeah. You know, when you... And we're talking about Greenwood City Council. Right. We we don't talk... We never... Nothing comes across my desk about abortion or the border or guns or, or, you know, and it's just... That's federal stuff and state. And I'm not saying it's it's not important for us at the local level to think about, but we don't make decisions on that. Mm -hmm. At least... Here in the city of Greenwood, you know, I've never had to deal with anything regarding that mm-hmm. because it's it's like above us. You know, right. the state and federal laws handle that stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and if you were just saying the example of what you saw online. I have one also. I was on a thread. Um, there was somebody speaking live and I was on their thread and I said, you know, I was just like giving my honest opinion and the person that was live was giving theirs back to me. And, you know, it was a respectful conversation with very two different opinions. Right. And then I ended it with, okay, so, you know, let's do our normal and get lunch sometime. And then somebody comes in under my comment and says, why in the hell would that would, you know, the guy that was speaking have lunch with you after you have those kind of opinions. And there we go. I thought again, and then I said, well, because me and him can agree to disagree and still respect each other. But that is the way that guy's mind works. Like, Hey, if you're not thinking the way I do and you don't feel the way I do, then I don't like you. Mm -hmm. That's sad. Yeah. And you're missing out on a lot of good people. There's a lot of great people. I know that we have not anything in common on, you know, where we stand um, on some of our political beliefs and some very heavy stuff in the, in that arena. But, you know, it's okay because everything else I love about them, right? They're, they're still great. They got great families. Yeah. I so have, I, I decide now, well, we don't even have to talk about that stuff. Right. Right. Let me enjoy the part, you know, the things about you that I, I appreciate and love and whatever. I respect your opinion. You're entitled. Like we live in the U.S. We, it's freedom of speech. We have the opportunity to have a voice and it's okay. Yeah. We as uh, human beings have more in common than that. Uh, I mean, I have good friends and family that are Democrats. Um, you know, we don't agree on things politically, but we're, you know, I mean, we get along. We, I, I look at them at who they are and uh, the, the character of their, uh, of, of who they are, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I still love them and respect them. And, and just because we disagree politically um, doesn't mean I write them off or I say, yeah, that's, oh, you're my enemy. That's now. wild. Now, right. if, if they continue, if they push their stuff in my face and mm. they won't let it die and they mm. say I'm wrong and this and that. OK, then I'm going to cut you off. Right. But if you're not going to respect but, me and what I think, then. You know, yeah, we have a problem. And I agree with that. I, I don't think that you should, you know, any of us should be antagonizing the other person. Once you know that you you guys are on two separate sides of the fence, um, you, you accept it. And then, you know, like we don't even need to tackle that topic because we know. But, you know, don't antagonize the person about it. Don't keep trying to bring it up. Yeah. Don't try and change. Like, OK, fine. If you want to give it a whirl for a second and try and, you know, flip their decision or, or their, their frame of thought but once they you know that they are done this is where they stand is it worth it right you know is it worth you know because they're going to get pissed off and that's what happened to you they kept going and going and and, you know pushing your button and then you're like okay i'm done i can't keep doing this yeah yeah it's um it's it's tough but you have to um you have to be willing to listen to each other and then try to come up with solutions. And, you know, sometimes when I'm in discussion, you know, when someone asks me about something, what my opinion is or how I feel about this or that, I say, well, here's why I think the way I do. This is why. And then I then in turn ask the question, do you think that's important? Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. And then usually they're like, well, yeah, 
but and then I'm like, okay, I want to hear your but. Yeah. You know, so because it's like if you can find something where like, okay, you both agree that this is important. Let's make that happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's healthy to have conversations, and I think it's healthy to be able to have a conversation and not agree with each other and still be able to continue to have the conversation like two adults. Yeah. A lot of individuals, particularly on social media, they don't know how to have a constructive conversation because, and one thing it's bad because you can't tell intent or context really with comments and people are so passive aggressive and kind of, you know, like, uh, you know, very rude and can be very blunt and like, you know, laugh, you know, oh, oh yeah, that's what you think. You're an idiot. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, dude, that's like the green chatter. Yeah. You, you can get bullied online because you have a, a political opinion. And that's where a lot of this gets off the rails is, you know, you have these individuals that they, they can't accept unless you think the way they do, they can't accept that. And that's wrong. And I don't know where in life you're going to find someone that's going to agree with everything you Mm -hmm. say. Yeah. So, you know, you have your relationships with your children and, you know, even in their teen years, like, you know, that they're not agreeing with you. You're not agreeing with them. You're button heads, but like you don't leave each other. Right. Right. You stay in that relationship. Yeah. Like, don't don't kill a friendship over a different opinion. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Um, Ezra, we are called to love. Yeah, we are. L O V E. Yeah. With a heart. Uh, it's hard to do. It's mm-hmm. hard to love. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I've lost friends over the years because of uh, you know political disagreements and stuff. And it's not even so much that I was the I you know I I don't think that I've ever really been the one that cut it off. It's just they wouldn't let me have a say. And then I was, you know, so I would push back a little bit like, Hey, you know, you need to respect my side too. Right. And then they're like, no. And they just cut me off. You know, like it's Mm -hmm. the guy earlier, like you're my enemy, you know? And it's just, uh, a lot of it is just, like I said, intolerance. They don't want to take the time to listen and look at the facts and the truth, um, and have a important, informative uh, conversation with a solution. Right. And if we stop communicating and if we stop talking to the people that we don't agree with, there's going to be no growth. And that's exactly what's happening is people are refusing to engage each other because they don't agree. Well, then we can't even get to a common ground. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Amen. So... (laughs) Unfortunately, with Biden and Trump, uh, I don't see any uh, compromise there. No, no. oh no! <laughs> it's uh, it's gonna be the the shit show circus. Uh, get your popcorn ready, I guess. That got uh, mine. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure uh, Indiana is gonna go for Trump. Uh, Indiana seems to be pretty red now, mm-hmm. uh, although. Indiana went blue for Obama twice, which I was a little surprised. But uh, since Obama, they've been uh, we've we've got Trump both times. However, in the last election, uh, Biden won. Uh, 
so you know and that's why sometimes too it's like i feel like for the most part indiana here is pretty uh red pretty republican um so it's like i don't feel like i need i i need to really go out and be like oh here's why you need to vote right republican knock on you know i'm just like i kind of let it go because mm-hmm. um, i think uh you know uh, that's kind of where we are here in Indiana right now. Right. Would, yeah. you, would you agree with that? I agree. Yeah. 100%. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of a, another little um, political discussion for this episode. Good talk. Uh, and, well, of course. What's the next primary coming up? So we just had New Hampshire. South Carolina. South Carolina. Which okay. is, I would say if Nikki Haley loses that, she'll drop out then. Yeah. And probably. If she loses her home state, like where she was governor. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. She'll probably drop out at that point, uh, which will be interesting because if she drops out, is she going to turn around and endorse Trump? Right. Or will she be like, you know. No, I'm not giving him my support. He does not deserve to be president, blah, blah, blah. Well, after the way he was talking about her last night, I'm going to guess. I mean, who knows what? It's politics. She might. She yeah. might not. But, you know, Vivek had no problem coming up there and and, and endorsing him. Um, but we'll see what she does. The thing is, is Trump's so far ahead. He doesn't even need to bash Nikki. That's what I'm saying. That's like, annoying. I'm with you. If, if I were Trump, if he wanted to come back... And win people over and get reelected, you know, first of all, he should probably come out and be like, look, you know, I in the heat of the battle, you know, before I said a lot of things I didn't mean, you know, politics gets dirty and nasty, but I want to bring the country together. Yeah. You know, that's where he needs to start. He needs to be. I mean, he was president for four years. He needs to act like it. Right. And I love the policies and I love, you know, that arena. The part of Trump that, you know, can get under my skin is the childish behavior. Yeah. And, you know, so last night he was talking about, um, so he did, so Nikki Haley lost to him and he was, you know, talking about, oh, how she got up here and celebrated like she had won, but she didn't. I'm like, why are you even bringing that up? And then he was like, and your guys' governor is awful. I'm like, oh, gosh, here we go. You know, I'm like. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, dude. If you, know, but it, it, it's not that he's not capable. He's got he's got good policy. It's just it's those things that I'm like. Yeah, he's just. Unhinged. Why do we have to go there? He's yeah, he's unhinged in his ego. He needs to check his ego. If he wants to win people over and get back in this thing and try and win. I mean, like I said, it's not going to take much to beat Biden because he's just, there's not much there. He there, He's terrible president. He, you know, there's no way he's going to be able to do debates and stuff. I mean, it, it's going to be, that's why I say if those two are debating on stage, it's going to be insane. Uh, but Trump just needs to keep his mouth shut almost do an apology tour like hey you know i said some things before that i shouldn't have you know i want to bring this country back together yeah night and let's let's focus on what's important yeah let's get get the inflation under control let's get our border under control let's Mm -hmm. get this economy going again Mm -hmm. you know that's what he needs to be doing yeah don't waste your breath at all just yeah stop talking shit about nikki haley and all these other people it's just it's stupid you know i mean there's no point in it right now nikki haley's not going to beat him right you know from the way it's shaping out so uh uh, yeah, that's that's where he needs to be 
in my opinion. Yeah. And if I was on his campaign, that's what I would be telling him to do. Mm-hmm. But he probably wouldn't listen to me. <laughs> I don't think he would. Because his fucking <laughs> ego is too damn big and he, he just, it gets in the way of everything. Yeah, well, we'll just pray for him. Yeah. <laughs> but God, pray, let God do his thing. Are you going to pray to God or Satan? <laughs> I am going to the big man. I'm going to God. Uh, yeah. Yes, please, everyone, pray for our country. Please. Yes, amen. All right, you guys, you can catch us on the next episode. Um, emails at hfbeans at gmail.com. Also join our Facebook group at Hill of Beans with Ezra and Casey. And please do not forget to hit that subscribe button. Peace.